Welcome to High Dork, the podcast where three normal-ass dudes sit around and talk about anything they find on the internet, headlines, news, current events, just three normal-ass dudes giving their non-expert opinion about whatever we find. This is High Dork. Welcome back to another episode of High Dork. As always, I'm Vin, alongside Hearn and Neil. Here we go. Uh, episode 17? Is that yep. right? Who knows, dude? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who I knows? Mean, we, we I, 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 just, I think we're just killing it. Yeah, they're numbered. <laughs> we could glance at it, but I'm not going to. Yeah. So Too much work. Yeah, we're just crushing we're already it. In here. We're ready to crush this episode with some fun news. Dude, I fun really think odd, weird-ass shit is our shit, right? That's like our... Yeah. That's what we cover. Like, it's, uh, I don't want to, like, say it's similar to something, but uh, if no, you've but... ever seen Desus and uh, Mero, they cover dumb shit, too, except we're way cooler than them, I think. Significantly cooler. Yeah. And significantly better looking. Actually, you kind of look like Mero. Go fuck yourself. I can't I'm picture what they look like. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what they look like. I just, I've seen them, ah. but, like, they're, like, vague images in my head. I don't watch them enough oh. to remember what they... I've I've never seen them. Who's who's got some news, dude? Some odd news. Oh, I got I got, I got some, some odd news. news. Oh, we go all got her. some funny news, but who wants to go first? Her her wants to go first. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, so my first one is really funny because it would I feel like it'd be a very odd situation. Uh, so basically. Uh, a Republican House candidate prematurely claimed victory in a race to unseat a Democratic Congresswoman. Uh, her name is Laura, Laura Underwood from Illinois. Uh, and then even went to new member orientation even after she was declared the winner. Uh, so basically this guy named Jim Oberweiss uh, was a challenger for a House seat. Uh, he prematurely declared himself the winner. And then uh, a week later, the, uh, the uh, Laura Under, Lauren Underwood was declared the, the winner and despite all this he, he continued to go there um there's no kind of like follow-up uh basically lauren underwood's team was like hey this guy doesn't get to call the elections like i don't know what the fuck's going on um but yeah i, I think it's like the whole kind of like counting like the ballot the ballot counting stuff is still going on but i mean if they like if if they've declared someone the winner i think that kind of stands on its own but also, how awkward would it be, like, if you show up and, like, there's no name tape? Like, if you show up to a wedding and they're like, hey, where are all the, where are all the name tapes for the CD? And it's like, uh, sorry, man, you weren't invited. It's Alex. It might be under Alejandro. And they're like, no, man, you were not told to come here. Alejandro R? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, that's a, that's a bold move. I'm going to start doing that after uh, job interviews. Just show up the next Monday and be like, hey, uh, they told me I was starting today. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I guarantee someone got away with that. No, more than one person. I guarantee someone's got away with that. Like in the 50s, like there's no like welcome email or whatever. I guarantee someone showed up. It's like, oh, I work here, dude. And everybody's like, oh, okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. We were supposed to probably get you yeah. set up. Especially depending on the company. Yeah, that's like what if I mean. Cor- if, if corporate office was like not in your local area. Oh, and just I mean, walked in. Did nobody else tell him or like did he get like, I, I that's what my problem with the article was is like they didn't go into what the interaction was like at the house right like 
hey man like uh you got to get out of here or like did they tell him to leave was did he they... now he wasn't even the incumbent so like he didn't he's never been in that situation right yeah, I don't know. He wasn't. So, so it's not like he he had a seat and then lost it, where he's like, oh, like you know, clearly I I have a reason to be in this building. Like he's never gone to that building before, and then he just shows up and he's like, oh yeah, I I totally won this. First glance, it sounds badass. I was like, oh, that's awesome. You should just do that. But like the more I think about it, the more it's just like sad. Like everybody's like, all right, Rick, you don't work here. <laughs> we get it, man. But you didn't get elected. Like just go home. I'm I'm not gonna lie though, man. I would I wouldn't mind uh, winning some. I don't know. Maybe I'll win the Super Bowl this year, right? Like if we could just declare shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, Drew Brees just got smashed to bits, so you could probably take take his spot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Could you guys imagine me playing quarterback in an NFL game? No, I would die. No, I cannot. Like one, my head would go up to the center's <laughs> butt. We know that. We, <laughs> like, we are. We've never envisioned that ever because <laughs> <laughs> the, the center would just snap the ball into my face. Like, <laughs> there's another quarterback. I forget his name. He used to play for the University of Kentucky. I probably oh, Jared Lorenzen. University. Yeah, University. Of Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know Jared Lorenzen, man. R.I.P. Yeah, he's, he's passed away, but he was he was massive. Yeah, yeah, and, that guy uh, was dope played. though. The hefty lefty yeah. is what they called him. Yeah. If <laughs> no I had joke. Like that was his nickname. I don't. I'd only seen it once in real life. I, I don't think I'd. <laughs> it I mean, it like, twice, man. <laughs> okay, one. <laughs> <laughs> but like that guy went pro. Like he played for the New York Giants. Yeah. I don't ever want to hear a GM talk about like, oh, this guy's too small, or his hands are too small, or like he's not a prototypical built quarterback. When Jer- Jared Lorenzen was, like, in the league. Well, I mean, I guess they're talking about people who have the most success. But, yeah, I think it's a silly. That's why Russell Wilson got passed up. He's too short or whatever. But No, but, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, clearly they, they talk about, like, prototypical quarterbacks and then just ignore it for some things. There are some things I think that you can definitely, like, look at and just be like, yo. I mean, it's, it's if just. If you're running 5'240s, th- like. <laughs> Like you don't know if they're going to be good or not, so you have to account for all the variables. And if they're like four foot three and they ran a twenty-five second forty, you can't yeah. just be like, "Well, he's not the prototypical quarterback." Well, but I got a good feeling though. about him. The Bears so, basically did that with Mitch Trubisky, right? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, he has a nice car." Or yeah, he didn't start or anything, yeah. or or blow it out of the water in college. He doesn't but... know what a check down is, or a, uh, I forget what they said he did, like he, he, something he had never done before. They had dinner with Mitch Trubisky. This is, from what I've read, this is true. They had dinner with Mitch Trubisky, and he was driving like a brown old Toyota Corolla, and they are like, this kid's got good, he's fiscally responsible. So therefore, somehow, <laughs> we should trade up to draft him. Oh, so yeah, Trubisky didn't know what a hard count it was. Oh, good. Also, why is fiscal responsibility even in the realm? I don't care if they blow all their money. Also, Jared Lorenzen ran a 4.940 yard dash at 2.88. That's not bad, Six dude. Three, 2.88. That's crazy. He was clearly an athlete, man. You don't accidentally get in the NFL and then accidentally yeah. play a game. Like that kid, that dude. I'm not saying he wasn't athletic or he didn't deserve to be there. I'm just saying, like, don't make like weird hypocritical comments. 
well, about why you didn't draft a guy. Your critique implies that everybody making those comments would have drafted. <laughs> they were all responsible for the drafting and playing of Jared Lorenzen, which is silly. Yeah, I, well, they, they were. There was a documentary, and all 32 GMs got together in a room. <laughs> they said, this guy's fine, but after this, we're going to be hypocrites. <laughs> all right, man, I got something. Yeah, yeah, hit, hit, us, hit us with it. All right, man, so there's a fisherman in Egypt who got in a little bit of trouble. He was out fishing. And a live fish got stuck in his throat in a bizarre accident. And he almost died. I mean, he caught it and then had it. And he saw another one on the line he was pulling. And uh, he pulled the... F- oh, he put the first fish in his mouth. So he put the first fish in his mouth to free his hands up. But then it started wiggling and slipped into his throat. And then he couldn't breathe. So then he's dead fishing it all over the boat. I don't know. I guess his buddy called 911. They got it out, though. Doctors cut it out. It's actually kind of a gross picture. I'll put the link in the show notes. But... uh he pulled he it. Yeah, he's alive. They pulled the show out of his throat, and there's, like, blood all over it. Fucking gross, dude. That seems Shit. pretty gross. Yeah, if you go—so, I guess the moral of the story is if you go fishing and you see another fish to catch, don't put the existing live fish into your mouth to try to hold on to it. That's a terrible— Where do you fish in Egypt? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. They probably have lakes or— Probably a river. Oh, yeah. Doesn't the Nile run through Egypt? The largest oh, river in the world— I don't know. I'm not the best at geography, and like the only, <laughs> I just imagine a guy on the top of a pyramid with a fishing rod, like throwing it into sand. Yeah. So it was stuck in his throat, but there was a little bit of space between it and his. Th- like he could breathe just barely enough to not die, but he was in a lot of trouble. That, that that's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks there's like a video too. Like a if, nice, you're, if you look uh, in nice the show coast. notes, there's a video. They'll pull it out. So. Oh yeah, Egypt yeah. has the Red Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. Right there. And the Nile Delta. And, yeah, and the Nile goes right past like Iro and all that. They don't like... got water in Egypt. <laughs> how dare? Okay, how I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they don't got water in Egypt, but like. I mean, it was implied. <laughs> yeah, you were like, how could they possibly fish in Egypt? <laughs> Who the fuck fishes in Egypt? <laughs> all right, if you look at the majority of Egypt, they have one river. It's like. Are you going to hit him with, like, they don't got fish in poles in Egypt? <laughs> okay, I'm not. Listen, when you picture Egypt, you picture, like, a desert. I'm not I'm not being like, oh, they can't afford equipment. He's a vi- he, he lives in a no, village on the I Nile. picture Egypt, they're, they are, like, most of their border is on water. What are you looking at? Oh, no, that's, that's the wrong... Their northern, most of most of their northern northern border. Oh, whoops, that's Botswana. <laughs> no, Egypt what does I, have a ton of coastline, bro. Yeah, oh, no, no, no I, I see that now. I'm just saying that when I picture Egypt, I see sand and pyramids because that's all I learned about in like sixth grade. And the Mediterranean or Sea. Yeah, dude, Egypt's yeah, got water, apparently. bro. Don't even try yeah, it. Yeah, and the Nile, dog. I ne- I never said I was right, dude. We're just telling you what my per- perception was. You should visit Egypt. This shit looks nuts. Yeah, it looks fucking. There's like an area that's probably like uh, twenty thousand miles wide of just straight desert. This is <laughs> Wadi El Jamal National Park. Looks fun. Does it? No, you think I just it's like safe that for name. Americans. No, man, nothing's safe for Americans. Stay. No, I'm for like, like. No, I think it's safe. I made that up though, like, but I mean, what, it's like, a tourist you, destination, right? Yeah. What do you mean safe for Americans? Like we won't, we can get, wouldn't get kidnapped or something. Like Dude, Africa's like, huge. I, I feel like I feel like that risk is a lot of places. 
that's valid. And I just mean like like miles wise, you're not even though it's attached to Sudan, you're not that close to like South Sudan, like physically. Africa's fuck. Have you ever seen the map of Africa? I'll put it in the show notes where they put no, the yeah, other continents in Africa. Yeah. Like the map for whatever reason is not to scale. You could put like China, America. It's fucking nuts, dude. Like Africa's way bigger than it looks on the map. Mm-hmm. So anywho, you'd be safe in Egypt, I guess is where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. It's fucking. weird that you pronounce it Egypt and not Egypt. What? What else we got, boys? (laughs) 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 Holy shit, man. I've had a rough week, but damn, that was hilarious. (laughs) I can't even make fun of that. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, I just did a... um, but like the map pulled up the map Neil said for like true country basically true size but like of countries and yeah it looks like like if you obviously look at it from like a continent standpoint that Africa is, is super fucking massive yeah dude it's Holy like shit. yeah and I think China and like India are deceiving because like when you talk about them you talk about like their population so it sounds massive no, but on the map, they're not drawn to scale. Like the USA, you've seen a map. No, no, no. Yeah, I USA, agree, like USA, like, Canada could fit into into Africa. Like easily. Africa. <laughs> like, yeah. Easily. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like when, when you talk about things like China or like India, you'd say like, well, that country must be huge because they have however many billion people or whatever. And then no, it's just I like it's learned, super crowded. I that in like the fifth grade, man. No, what I'm saying is but like you just think that the more people they have, the bigger – the country would be but like that's not how it works we know we know all right so i got some news (laughs) (laughs) and uh this story took me down a a deep dark rabbit hole that i i rather enjoyed um so a belgian racing pigeon fetches record 1.9 million dollars at an auction um a wealthy chinese pigeon racing fan put down a record price of 1.6 euros which is $1.9 million for the Belgian bred bird. So I guess there is a sport that is pigeon racing, number one. And number two, the pigeons for pigeon racing are extremely expensive. Well, I wasn't sure what this was. So I ended up going down a deep rabbit hole of the world of Chinese pigeon racing. And here's how it works. you bring your your racing pigeon to some like sports club. Uh, I, I don't remember what they call it in in China or what the Chinese stand for, but it, it looks like a almost looks like a uh, like a horse racing club type of thing, like a country club, or like one of those clubs you go like play uh, croquet at with the croquet. What's I the re- one with the horses? I need no more club examples. Okay, I can picture well, the one a with club. The horses and the little. Anyway, so so you bring this pigeon here. Um, and they stamp your pigeon, and then you buy a, an anklet for your pigeon so they can track it. Uh, then they take all the pigeons, and they throw them in a truck, and they cover it up. And they drive way far away. Um, and then they release the pigeons, and the pigeons have to make it back to their roost. Now, 
Okay. Each pi each pigeon's roost is in a different location. So it's not the first pigeon to land at their roost is the winner. It's the pigeon that maintains the fastest speed back to their roost and is tracked with this anklet. And it's all tracked by some um, some entity behind closed doors. And the winner is revealed by text message. Okay, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's crazy, right? What? That sounds awesome. It's insane. I bet the app where you watch the race is actually cool. Well, I mean, it's probably just a beacon or an icon or something, but... Yeah, the way the Vim makes it seem is like you don't know. No, I bet you watch... You don't get to watch in real time? You don't get to watch I bet the you GPS do. move? Yeah. Like no one's good. betting or paying a million dollars for a pigeon not to... No, yeah, yeah. Not for entertainment purposes. Yeah. I'd have to check yeah. it out. So, in, in the, the, I watched a, a Vice story. This guy went in... Um, and uh, I guess a guy who raises pigeons, this real wealthy Chinese guy, like let him in, like for a, a day or whatever, and, and showed him all about the uh, like the the world of pigeon racing. And he was like, you know, it's it's really expensive to buy in. I think the tracking device alone is like five thousand um, dollars. And he was like, do you think that this excludes the price of it? Excludes like different uh, economic groups. And he was like, no, because like the, I guess there's lower level races too, so I guess this is like a pretty popular hobby. But yeah, like, the queen gets down with that shit. Does she? The queen of England, yes. I guess Peter's pissed off at how cruel it is. Apparently, uh, not that many birds survive. They, they're fly. <laughs> Most of the birds forced to fly in these contests disappear forever, dying from disease, exhaustion. <laughs> Attacks by predators, dehydration, or starvation. <laughs> but is that any different than, like, the life of a pigeon? No, pigeons are I'm, gross, dude. I'm not into dude, this. I love pigeons, bro. I love oh, pigeons. Take it easy. I love pigeons. I do. I do. You would love pigeons. I'm, I'm going to get a pigeon. just a woman from Home Alone 2. I'm going to get a pigeon tattoo, man. I, I hate when people are mean to them in Chicago. No, no, no. Like no, pigeons. no, no. Time out. People are not mean to pigeons, then. Yes, Chicago. they are. Pigeons Chicago, yes, they are, are fucking dickheads in Chicago. No, pigeons are just run. They, They'll they just run get around. like right up in your way while you're walking yeah, and not move. They're dope, dude. <laughs> they're fucking and you're dope. like, hey, man, I'm going somewhere and it's just staring at you. And I'm like, all right, I'm going yeah, to dude, kick you, you into orbit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love the colors on the pig, like that turquoise purple. You don't like that color on That's there? toxic slime. They're covered in toxic <laughs> <laughs> disease. <laughs> Dude, I really it's love funny. that like turquoise shiny purple on their on their feathers. It's really cool. In the picture of the Belgian pigeon, it actually looks dope. Yeah, I mean, so the, these are like nice, well kept pigeons. They don't like live on the streets. That's what I'm York. saying. They don't live on on Chicago food from fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, they're not like eating poppy seeds off hot dog buns. But also, too, um, man, our pigeons would be more conditioned to cold weather. Yeah, if you're worried about them not surviving, worry no more. The Chicago <laughs> pigeons will be fine. <laughs> they are genetically engineered. Yeah. yeah, they'll eat trash. It'll be freezing, and they'll just get back. They'll just get back anyway. Star shit. <laughs> <laughs> I eat plastic oh rings, bitch. <laughs> Dude, the Chinese is like. <laughs> it's like Peter's acting like pigeons like live like this great life. Well, yeah. Oh, so that's the other thing. The ones who return become prisoners, 
forced to mate, often with their own offspring or siblings, and never released. All I right. could do without the offspring and siblings part, but if I'm forced to mate for the rest of my life after I come back, I think I'm in pretty good hands. All right, this fucking... Who said that? Some PETA lady? So, yeah. All right. This is from Total Vegan Buzz, so Kept... obviously... <laughs> Total Vegan Buzz. I like that, first of all. <laughs> I'm down. But kept as prisoners? Like, yeah. okay, time out. <laughs> you know, like, imagine you went to your boy's house, and he's like, oh, you got goldfish? And I'm like, oh, I see you have prisoners. <laughs> Poor guys. Oh, yeah. Can't believe you've yeah. captured them. Dude, the bidding, I don't know if you knew this, but the two Chinese bidders had pseudonyms. One was Super Duper, and the other was Hitman. And they kept driving yeah. the price up. And uh, the guy who won it, I guess he has, like, the other prized racing pigeon and they think he's gonna breed the two yeah and then he'll have how the fastest you, pigeon in the world train them? so i've never understood homing pigeons but the deal is that they know how to for whatever reason they can always get back to their roost wherever they make their roost they can like locate it somehow i don't know if it's in their brain or uh, i'm sure there's a science the to it. from the coop and use a cage to carry them a mile away release the pigeons and they will return home yeah do this several times a week in a week for practice and then increase the, the range to five miles and repeat the process dude the germans i'll uh, i'll put a link in the show note the germans had like a special process for wrapping pigeons Hern, you saw this in the group yeah our yeah. marine buddies they had a special process for wrapping pigeons in paper and then putting them in a box and throwing them out of airplanes because their plan was they were going to attach tiny cameras to them so they'd throw them into enemy territory the pigeon would fly around make its way back to you know, the base where their roost was, and then they'd have intel. Little pigeon robot intel. But yeah, they would lob pigeons out of moving airplanes, and they had a special way to wrap them so they wouldn't get smashed to bits. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, also, if we're doing a weird war technology, there were bats. I'll try to find an article, put it in the were. show note. Yeah, we, we are now. Go ahead. <laughs> Somebody had an idea for a bat bomb in the United States. The United States invented this. So you drop a bomb filled with live bats, and they all have incendiary devices attached to them. And the bomb lands, it opens, the bats fly off, and it's daytime. So they all go roost in nearby houses. This was designed for Japan because they had a lot of paper houses. So the, the, the bats would go roost in houses, and then the timers would go off, and the bats would all blow up and set all the houses on fire. This is a real Did weapon that the U.S. came up with. That is fucking insane. Whoever thought of that is very smart and also a real weirdo. Like, he was thinking yeah. way, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's like, hydrogen's explosive, and he had this elaborate, like, <laughs> what if we let 100,000 bats loose and they all have tiny bombs strapped to them? The bat That's bomb dope. of World War II. This is insane. Yeah, man, because the bats don't want to be outside, right? So they got to find a place to roost. So you drop them in a city center or whatever, and they go hide in attics or whatever, and then you burn the place down. Holy shit. Have you seen the <laughs> It's a real weapon. Picture? Yeah. Yeah, but like, okay, so the picture of the bat with the incendi incendiary device is like, the device is huge. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you're not worried about the comfort of the bat, man. No, but you're about to blow it like, up. Like, you think it's even going to fly at that point? They just like fly, try and like what hit you, the ground. Are you talking about like, the oh, bat bomb? I think idea. that's what, the, what they're in. No, the bat's like holding this thing. What, 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 I don't know what you're looking at, bro. Put the link in the feed. 
Can I drop a link in the feed? In clean feed? Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Uh, no, I don't think you can. Or put it in a... Slack, dude. Slack. Ah, shit. It's, it's on my desktop. Hold on. Bro, first of all, the bat bomb... The bomb itself, that big thing, has the bats it's in it. It's a canister. Yeah, yeah, it has the bats in it. Yeah, but... but That's the biggest like, Okay. So, I'm, I'm on the Atlantic article. Just send it to us. I'm trying to, but I gotta get to my phone and open Slack. And... Damn, doggy. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm looking. So, if you scroll down... I'm scrolling, I'm There's scrolling. like a bat hanging upside down. Oh, yeah, that is huge. It looks like a fucking couple sticks of dynamite. <laughs> <in the front. laughs> All right, this is the article we're putting in the... I'll put this in the show notes because I haven't gotten yeah, the image to load yet, saying? but... Like, I can't imagine that, like, in... What year was this? Like, that device is lightweight and, like, made yeah, of, like, carbon. I imagine that you that, know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised the bat's strength, like, they... That bat could actually fucking uh, carry that, like fly with that on. Dude, this story gets better and better. The Marine Corps spent $2 million testing this, and it was invented. Yeah, they tested it in New Mexico. Yeah, and it was invented by a dentist in Pennsylvania. So, What's his name? That's a good question. I don't know his name. But the point here is clearly we can. A dentist? Yeah, well, that's where I'm going with this. Clearly, we should just make up a weapon, right? Yeah. If yeah. the Marine Corps can just pay dentists, he, they, I guess they didn't pay him $2 million. They paid $2 million to test his idea, but still, I'm sure he got compensated somehow for his... He just walks into the Marine Corps office, but like, guys, I've heard of that. Excuse bomb? me, gentlemen. <laughs> They're like, oh, what? <laughs> when did Batman come out? Because I feel like this was the inspiration for this. So uh, in December of 1941, a Pennsylvania dentist named Little S. Adams... He was on vacation in Carlsbad Caverns. Ben and I have been there. Uh, home to excellent spelunking and about a million bats. And uh, that's how he got the idea. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, so he also, the guy, so I guess a guy wrote about it or um, someone referred to it as the invasion of bats. That during testing, that they were just dropped to the ground like stones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see where that would happen. Dude, when I was reading the pigeon, so the Germans would throw pigeons out as intel and uh, in a way that they land safely and then get released, probably with a little parachute. But I was imagining how crazy it would be when they don't get released if there was enemies nearby. Like a plane goes by and you hear like a slap and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, are they throwing pigeons at us? And you're like, yeah, dude, I think they are. And it's like, okay, why? Like... All right, man. We did a lot of fucking weird shit. What else we got? What else do we got? I have a fucking oh. funny one. Oh, weird oh you got one? Go, go. Shoot, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so basically, a uh, 36-year-old man in Florida is accused of committing crimes with an 8-year-old accomplice. Uh, he was arrested uh, last week. Basically, a, a guy by the name of Ernest McKnight told authorities that he brought the boy with him because he was trying to toughen him up. They didn't want him to be soft. And then uh, the Polk County Sheriff, Grady Judd, said, taking a child out with, with you while you're committing felonies is not the proper way to create a positive influence. No shit, Grady <laughs> Judd. <laughs> yeah, I guess basically this guy was, like, stealing cars. Rummage, he was accused of rummaging through a man's parked Chevy on November 12th. Um, 
I guess he went. I guess he took him on like a high speed, not a high speed chase, but like he had a stolen car. They were trying to uh, figure out what was going on with it, and I guess a helicopter followed him. Um, but I guess like yeah, he was like on a crime sp- spree. He, he stole a red Hyundai, and then according to news release, he took a package from a person's porch and said, "It's mine now." <laughs> in an exclamation point. It's funny because that's an actual quote. So yeah, they charged him with the theft of delivered package or whatever. But uh, but yeah, apparently the Polk County Sheriff wasn't too uh, happy with kind of what went down, and he was like, he basically said, "I'm quite confident that there's not a child psychologist out there who would agree with this guy's idea of proper activity for a child." Uh, but the the child was returned to his relatives. It doesn't say if it was his son or not. Uh, so that's kind of weird, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, dude, and very Florida-like. All these people commenting need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're not helping with anything. Yeah. What if it was the eight-year-old all along, and like he took his dad out, and said, "It's like I don't want to be here, Jim." It's like, shut up, Dad. We're doing this. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe maybe you just couldn't find childcare. Well, that's the, that's the other thing, man. It's 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 a pandemic. Like, no one's coming over to babysit. Especially, yeah. I'm sure this kid isn't the best behaved. Uh, if his dad's taking him on crime sprees and shit. You got you got something that wasn't the most exciting article, but uh, no, no, a little um, oddity for you. I, oh, I I got one. Uh, lose weight in 30 days. No, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean I get so many sponsored articles when I'm uh like scrolling through oh uh twitter released fleets today i don't know if you saw that fleets yeah so basically they just made their version of like instagram stories oh uh, I did so not you can like that. post like a temporary like image or tweet or like whatever that should be interesting it's not but it should have been oh the masters was the lowest rated since 1957 that's not interesting nope nope it's not Thanks for listening to another episode of High Dork. This has been Vin, Hearn, and Neil. As always, you can hit us up on Twitter, at High Dork Podcast. And you can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We're always there. Have any questions, hit us up on social media, at High Dork Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button.